0: Happy Will Wednesdays. It's almost the end of the year. Crazy sauce, time flies. It's time to get organized with my guest, Lisa Arihara. She's on my team as an implementation manager. And she's also my co-host for all my virtual events. I couldn't run my business without her. Our last virtual event about lead generation was amazing. We had over 50 wedding photographers attend. And we didn't just give you information, we gave you transformation. So go on my website, techyesmedia.co to get some freebies and you will be informed when the next event is. Our hot topic today is a sexy topic. It's about bullet journaling. Talk nerdy to me, Lisa. Enjoy! Time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, I'm Carissa Wu, your host of Get a Heck Yes, and I have my girl Lisa Arihara, she actually works on the Get a Heck Yes team and she does everything for me and she's been on my podcast so she's a repeat guest and she's my local torrance um friend and yeah today we're going to be talking about bullet journaling so welcome Lisa. Hello,
1: hello. Thanks for having me again. It's oh, like good. I I try to like insert myself into your life on so many levels and um making you putting put me on like your company and then um getting me on this podcast so yeah we're just talking all day
0: yeah I mean I text you like all day every day like a crazy (laughs) girlfriend but
1: (laughs) you text me we text more than my husband and I do yeah
0: I I mean (laughs) you're the person I text the most in my life ever (laughs) how have you been like are you starting your own podcast
1: yeah, so I'm actually taking over my friend's podcast. Um, shameless plug here. Um, I There's uh, Courtney, Sam, and FIFA over at Swiftly Media. They have a podcast called um, Still Minimum Wage. It's a business podcast. And starting in season four, I'm actually taking over as the new host. So I'm going to try to learn a lot from you listening to your podcast. You've been doing it for a while and it is, it's hard. I have a newfound respect for podcast hosting because it is a completely different muscle than what I'm used to.
0: Are you going to talk about, what are you going to talk about?
1: Yeah, so the premise of the podcast is that we talk about all of the real and the raw of owning a business. I think, you know, with a lot of business podcasts that are out there, I think you do a good job of not doing this. Where it's so much like success porn, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, you know, do this and like, you know, you go like 10k overnight. And, you know, they talk about all of the the glittery Instagram version of owning a business and not so much about like all of the hard parts of it. Um, And so I want to really talk about, you know, the real and the raw, the, um, the ins and outs of what's actually going in, like how it's hard and that's okay. And hoping that people who are struggling out there feel a little less alone because owning a business is really hard. And I think that that's okay.
0: I mean, me and you know, it's not like overnight 10K a month. It's like negative
1: 10K. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It's kind of similar. I always think about how like actors too, right? You think that these actors who are like the new lead of a movie, they came out of nowhere, but you look at their IMDb and you realize that they've been doing like working for so long and they've just been putting in the time and it feels like an overnight success, but it always takes 10 years to be an overnight success.
0: Yes, it takes so much hard work and dedication, but if you guys miss that, it's still minimum wage. So check Lisa out, I guess for everyone that doesn't know you tell everyone a little bit about you and what you do.
1: Yeah, of course. So besides taking over a podcast um, without really thinking about it clearly, um, Carissa also introduced me as a team member on Get the Heck Yes team. Um, I do brand design. I also help out with a lot of implementations. Um, I have a background in digital marketing. So I the my last claim to fame was I was an online marketing manager over at Disney for their e-commerce business. Since then, I've shifted my business to do design full-time. I'm also a freelance illustrator, and um, I'm working on my first children's book this year. So that is, I'm kind of all over the place, but I, I've been able to sort of pursue all of the things that interest me and following my curiosities. And it's been, I have nothing but like gratitude for the journey that I've been able to be on.
0: Yeah, and Lisa, for everyone listening, she's a big part of the wedding professional industry. So she does a lot of our branding. I'm talking about the wedding industry in whole, but she did my logo that I slap on like literally everywhere, which I'm so proud of. I've never been so proud of my logo in my life. And she's done all my branding for Get a Heck Yes and also Carissa Woo Photography. And you you did Gabby, because we can events branding, and I feel like her branding is just... Bomb.com is just to the T, perfect branding. Um the little adventure seeker, all the emblems and uh oh, it's just so good. But Tell us a little bit about your children's book coming up. Um, I know you can't give all the details, but in the gist, like, what's it all about?
1: Yeah. So, um, and thanks for mentioning the wedding thing. Uh, The wedding prose is where my first love was. That's how we met initially, right? Like I was doing stationary design and have loved working with wedding prose because I think there's a really specific sort of. I don't know, like energy to the wedding industry. And I love that about um, that industry too. So with this new shift of going into children's books, um, I'm actually writing two at the moment. One with my mother-in-law. It's going to be a counting book um, all about Japanese American icons and traditions, which is gonna be really, really fun. And then um, another story that I'm working on is about, again, an Asian American girl and um, some lunchtime drama, if you will. I think we've all had that experience of a stinky lunchbox and kind of wanting to do something with that. Um, I think in the past, yeah, I think in the past sort of few years, ever since having my own kids, I never really thought about being Asian, which maybe you could resonate with too, because we both grew up in the South Bay, which is this little bubble of Southern California, right? Predominantly Asian um, population. And like this new movement of Stop API Hate and also, you know, just all these young kids kind of talking about their identity has really made me realize that I've been in such a privileged um, environment all my life of not really having to think about being Asian, which is, I think, so crazy for a lot of people yeah. when you're the, the one Asian kid in school. And so I've loved kind of um, shifting my gear and sort of perspective into really examining what it means to be, um, to, for my culture and identity.
0: Oh, that's so interesting you say that because you went to North. Um, I went to Casimir, that, the middle school that goes to North, but I felt like, you know, Casimir, all the Asian kids were like the cool kids, all like the white guys liked us. We all hung out together. And then I went to West and it was different. It was like very segregated. Like Mm -hmm. it was like the Asians were like in courtyard three and then the white people are like courtyard four. And I just felt like I didn't fit in either side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of envied, you know, people that went to your high school because everyone just hung out together. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. So I
0: think that's when I started feeling like, where do I belong? But that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So even within one city, like just having different high schools, like gives you such a different experience.
0: Yeah. I mean, I ended up marrying one of the West High guys. I never thought that would happen, but even, you know, feeling like I didn't fit in, but yeah, I ended up with one of them for a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) It happens to be Japanese. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I guess today, tell us your hot topic and why it's so special to you. And it's special to me, too, because that's what I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, so today I want to talk a little bit about bullet journaling because it's one of those tools, I think, that's really kind of changed the way that I look at tasks um, as well as goal planning. And, you know, it's, I think after having kids, like I've been saying that I have mommy brain ever since being pregnant with my first, which was like five years ago. So I don't know how much longer (laughs) I can say this, but I I'm realizing that if I don't write down things that I was thinking about, I will forget it the next day. Like my brain like resets or is in survival mode or whatever it is. And so I've really struggled for a while um, trying to keep this business afloat while taking care of kids and, you know, just a million things going on in my brain and wondering why I couldn't get anything done. Right. And I would just spend every day thinking like, Oh, I didn't do anything again today. Um, you know, I would have a planner, but it's always blank. And I just feel like such a failure. Like what am I even doing every day while, you know, of course, like we are keeping a human alive. We are, you know, doing all of these things, but not being able to keep a record of it. And so I've loved, um, this flexible layout of a bullet journal that I came back to, um, After a few years, I tried it for a little bit before, didn't really hit because I was still kind of working. And then in this new stage of life, it's really, really changed how I see um, this. I used to think that I have to divide my personal stuff with my business stuff. That's not really the case. And bullet journaling allows you to do all of that together. And also, you know, keeping track of goals and where I want to go, which keeps me accountable and make sure that I'm going towards something instead of just spending every day and, you know, going from waking up the kid to bedtime and just letting the day kind of melt away between those things.
0: Yeah, I always felt like I wish... My brain and your brain were like meshed together in one. (laughs) (laughs) We could conquer the world.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Like if only we can just get our brain to do what we want it to.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but your bullet journal is very impressive. I know I give you so many things to do and so many projects and keep switching. Um, All these different tools all the time and new sales pages every day. Um, and yeah, so when I saw your little bullet journal, I was very curious, but how did you come about, or where did you find out about bullet journey? Did you just find out about the podcast and then buy it? And then how did you kind of start?
1: Yeah. So I was always a planner person and I was one of those people who was really picky about what kind of planner I used because I was, I always thought that if I had the right planner, then I could conquer the world but it was really picky about layout. And even if I like this particular planner's layout, I didn't like the design. Or if I like the design, I didn't like the layout. Like Mm -hmm. even small things like the week starts on a Sunday would really throw me off. Cause like what (laughs) psychopaths week starts on a Sunday? Like, seriously, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I resorted to making my own planner where I would draw the lines on a, like a blank notebook. And that's the notebook. That's the planner that I had for a while at the workplace. And actually, one of the um, my coworkers saw that and said, "Oh, is that your bullet journal?" And I was like, "Oh no, it's just you know a planner that I drew." But that's how I found out that this movement slash you know idea of bullet journaling is very close to what I was looking for, like a flexible layout where you get to create and you don't. You're not a slave to the bullet journal and you're in, uh, sorry, the other way around, you're not dependent on the planner's format. You can make the planner work for you. And so I've kind of come back to that. And right now it's working really nicely because you're not you know, tied to a specific day, a specific layout, like, you know, this is the week and that's how it works. Like, that's kind of not how my life works anymore. Like I would have one week where I get to do a lot of work and a whole week where I can't do anything because a kid is sick or, you know, um, yeah. school starting that week. And so instead of really tying out into that, I could really just look at what the things that I need to do are, what did I get done and really pick back Right where I left off instead of having to flip over to the particular day that I'm supposed to be on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think when I do post this episode, I'll probably maybe demonstrate what it looks like or we can maybe take like a little picture of yours yeah. if you are up for that. But I guess in a nutshell, kind of tell take us through like a week in your journal.
1: Yeah so a week in my journal so I combine my bullet journal with my morning journal dump which has really changed um, my brain because I have so much things swirling in there. So in the morning, I wake up a little bit earlier than the kids so that I can sit down and write two pages of just everything that's in my brain um, wow. when I wake up. And then from there, I would highlight after I'm done without thinking about it. I would kind of pick up what I need to transfer over into my bullet journal as a thing to do for that day or what's on my mind. And then on a day to day, I just have, you know, my date um, for that day. And then the tasks that I want to get done, I look up at any task that I haven't gotten done from earlier in the day. And I kind of just go through that as a to do checklist. Um, And I also put in any notes that I have. So the way that bullet journal, uh, the simplest part works is that you're really just making bullets, right? With different icons for if something is a note or a task. And so with a And you get to decide what those icons are. So on that day, right, like I would have certain things that are like cute little notes like, oh, Lucas, you know, said this funny thing like um, to, oh, Carissa needs a new sales page, which would be like a task. (laughs) Or maybe, you know, I have a task earlier that week, like, oh, the client needs this. But then it, it changes to something, then I can write right there, like, oh, it changed to this and it's now a new task. So it's really fluid. It's just for the day. And that part of it is called the daily rapid logging. And that's really where I live for the most part in my bullet journal.
0: I was shooting weddings basically for free or for like a grand. And I was having to haggle for every single session to try and like show them my value. And now I have clients coming to me saying that they want to work with me. And I have more importantly, other people in the industry recognizing my worth and asking me to work with them. Which to me means even more than the clients because they're people who've been in the industry for 10 plus years. They've seen, you know, hundreds of other photographers and they're able to recognize me and the value that I can offer them. Yep, that's my student Kimberly. She's just one of my dozens of students crushing it. Go to my website www.heckyesmedia.co and book a 15-minute strategy session with me. Only if you want to be booked out on multiple preferred vendor lists and have a proven marketing plan. Ooh, this is exciting. What kind of what brand of bullet journal do you recommend or you could just buy any one?
1: You know you that's the beauty of it too if you're like me and you're like a, you have a stationary problem and you just have a bunch of empty notebooks um okay. in your bookshelf you could pick up any one of them um and start today which is really great I'm particular to this brand called appointed which um I have right here. It's a female Asian-owned um, stationery company. And this is an empty one. I'm actually about to migrate uh, to a new one because I just finished my old one. I see
0: a little bit. I know this is audio, but I just want to... Yeah.
1: It. So it's really... So this is em- this is the empty one that I'm going to oh, um, oh, okay. start. <laughs> wow. But it's... Um, I use the grid because I really like the oh, grid line. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and what's cool about this
1: notebook is one side is lined, but the other side is actually blank. So I don't know if you can oh, see the difference there so yeah. that allows me to do like a dump or draw on that side um and I don't like writing on both sides of the paper so it's like another weird like these oh, are the weird really things great. that I have to deal with for being picky old me I yeah. really really uh really yeah.
0: bullet journey journaler
1: <laughs> yeah so picky let's talk if, more
0: about the I'm gonna call it the morning dump with like a little poo emoji no, just yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 let's talk about your morning journal dump um Tell me, like, as soon as you wake up, do you, is a journal, like, on your desk? Do you um, journal on your bed? Like, what is in your mind? you write down your dreams? Kind of walk me through it.
1: Yeah. So um, after reading Atomic Habits, which is an amazing book, um, uh-huh. I I realized that I have to make everything as easy for myself as possible. So when I wake up, I go to the kitchen because I have to make coffee or else I don't function. And right by the kitchen, I have this little basket and I put my journal and my pen in there. So I go to the kitchen, start boiling water for my coffee and do that whole thing. And when I have my coffee in my hand, I just grab the notebook from that basket, sit down and um, do it right on my dining table. Wow, Before my kids say, wake like,
0: up. um Affirmations or what you're thankful for, or just literally like blah, 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 blah.
1: Just whatever's on my brain that morning. So sometimes it's the list of tasks because I'm really worried about, you know, all of these deadlines, or sometimes it is about a weird dream that I had. Um, sometimes it's, you know, something that I feel like I need to like get out because I have this like toxic thing inside that I need to get out Um, and other times you know it's really more like oh you know this is some weird thought that I just had in my head like one of those like shower confessions that I love hearing too like
0: Uh uh,
1: is you know um, it's so weird that no, oh, I can't even think of one um, <laughs> right off the top of my head, but there's like weird musings. Like, why is it that, you know, a porcupine has like pines or like, why is a pineapple a pineapple? And it's not, doesn't even look like an apple. Like it just weird, whatever it is. Um, and there's something really releasing about having this place that I know that no one else is going to read except for me. So I could be my best self in there. I could be my worst self in there, you know, and it's, um it's been really nice because I've realized that I don't really know what I'm feeling unless I talk about it first Uh. like I I'm so good at being at neutral where I kind of neutralize everything and even if I'm mad if I don't say that I'm mad I can't really realize that I'm mad yeah it's it's like a it's like such a it's such a Japanese like Enneagram 9 thing um where you know, I and so having that place where I can give myself some time to really reflect on like how I'm feeling, like checking in with myself has been really a great exercise in being a little bit more aware about what's happening internally.
0: Yeah, I think 2021 was a hard year for me because you know, pandemic, I was just used to chilling, and then 2021 hit like so many weddings, so much parties, everything. And then I just didn't know that I was so stressed, because I was just always stressed. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's <yeah. So laughs> <new> like your new normal.
0: <laughs> yeah, Shit hit the fam. But I think dumping your feelings out into a journal that could be very beneficial and just kind of going through a scan of like your feelings and even like what your body's feeling that day. Yeah,
1: and it's almost even just the practice of doing that, right? Like it's similar to when they say, like, just do breathing exercises, like it's being conscious about doing something and practicing to do it so that you can do it more naturally on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And so I, love
0: we- and I love how you display it like next to your coffee um, in a little basket. I could just imagine like the basket being kind of big because your bullet journal is pretty big, but it's just saying, oh, like, ah, yeah, right, yeah, I mean. <laughs> waiting for me every morning. <laughs> I had the craziest dream last night. It was Stu, my hubby, he told me that he had made like a music video, but it was maybe like back in the day, and he went to Europe and he paid like $200,000 to this producer. And I actually like saw the music video and it was just like this rap video. There was like Asian girls dancing and it was so like vivid and intense. But in the morning I was like, I cannot forget this dream. Like I was trying to like re-visualize the whole dream so I could kind of regurgitate it to stew. but now I'm regurgitating it into a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Now you
1: won't forget it forever. Yeah, it was
0: crazy. Like I was it like, is really important. What? like, how did you not tell me this? $200,000 like
1: <laughs> what kind of song was it was it like
0: a 90s hip-hop kind of it was more like that k-pop like Tiger oh. is a bomb Bomb" type thing yeah <laughs> oh my god
1: so good I wish that I wish if one of the listeners is like a video producer like we need to like recreate this video <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: totally anyways do you do you have any more like tips for a bullet journey or even organizational tips in general Yeah. So what's
1: really changed the way that I do goals and tasks is I always kind of, it was always easier for me to look at the short term, right? Like what do I need to do today? And when you kind of just repeat that, you don't really go anywhere because you're just circling in your short term pace. So what I now force myself consciously to do is do a year plan and a quarter plan, and then a monthly plan that I look back to every day. So going from the big picture of, and the big picture stuff is like really fluffy stuff, right? Like it's, you know, what do you want to be like in five years? And I'm like, I want to be happy or like, you know, I want to have memories with my kids or, you know, I want to have, you know, had these new experiences and then break that into an actual tangible goal on the quarterlies where I'm saying like, okay, well, you know, this is in the beginning of the year, I'm still going to be, you know, kind of adjusting. So let's look at the lead magnets or like the flow of my business. And then the second quarter, let's do, you know, more engagement stuff, third quarter, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there, um, every month, when the new month starts, I look back at what I wanted to get done this quarter and do a check-in of like, okay, well, is this actually happening? You know, what do I need to do this month to make that happen? And just make sure that every day I'm looking at that monthly goal um, to make sure that what I'm doing today sort of um, I can at least do one thing that I can take a step towards that monthly goal. And it becomes a lot more attainable than when I'm sitting here one day right, and saying like, I really need to fix my website, but that just seems like such a daunting thing that I'm not going to do anything about that today. But if I know that, you know, I have this big picture goal, and I can say like, okay, well today I can, you know, change the copy on the homepage. Like, I think I could do that uh-huh. for today oh. and kind of break it down into bite-sized pieces.
0: I love that. You talked about your book and, you know, um, who you want to work with, but can you tell us, like, what are your goals for, I would say, the year?
1: Ooh, okay. Well, for the rest of the year or for the year after, like, 2023 uh, 2020, and all of that? 2023. Okay, so for 2023, um, I would love to, on a personal note, um, get representation for my book and to have an agent that will represent me as a children's book author. Um, on the business side, I would love to continue to fix my sort of like lead generation slash, um, you know, uh, nurturing flow. So looking at a new lead magnet. Um, and so I can work with more amazing wedding pros and, you know, continue to fuel that side of my creative muscle. Like I love working with like entrepreneurs and it really like energizes me still so that's definitely something that I still want to continue doing and yeah continue to allow myself some margin to see what the next exciting thing is going to be for me to start doing like I've started also like writing a lot about parenthood and that's you know a A place that's such a big part of my life right now that it feels weird to not be doing more like maybe I want to start a comic is something that I'm kind Uh of thinking about um about motherhood and all the stupid stuff we have to do like if like, are you even an Asian mom if you haven't eaten rice out of your kid's hair once in a while? <laughs> you that. know, like little moments like that. I think I'd I did that some. yesterday. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a thing. It's always in their hair. I don't know <laughs> why. And Like, you can't walk to a trash can for that one grain of rice. Like, you
0: have to eat it. <laughs> it's like a something about Mary, but like Asians. Oh, stuff. yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, yeah. Hair, right? It's kind of wrapping around. What's your biggest get a heck yes technique for, to get your to land your dream client?
1: Ooh, that's a really good one. Um, I think it's been for me the technique is to understand who I am before I underst- before I get too hung up on who I'm for. Um, because I think a lot of times we talk about our ideal client, ideal client, but you know, we don't really know who our ideal client is unless you know who you are. So I try to Really understand who I am, what my best self is, and be sure to um, embody that all the time.
0: Wow, you're doing some inner work. I love it. What are your top favorite? You like you said atomic habits, but your top favorite books or podcasts or people that inspire you?
1: Ooh, that's a good one too. Well, of course, this podcast I love and one oh. of I don't listen to that many podcasts, to be honest. And so like I only listen to the ones that I like, and yours is one of them. Um I also love listening to TED Radio Hour, which is not a business podcast necessarily, but there's a lot of really interesting topics that they cover and these thought leaders in each of the different TED Talk spaces. And so that's um, a favorite of mine. I'm, re- I'm reading Sapiens right now, which is a book um, all about human history wow. uh, from the time of Homo sapien to, you know, empires. And um, ideologies and Hitler and all of that stuff today. So it's a really good book. I would totally recommend it.
0: So interesting. What's your favorite parenting advice? You have a daughter and a son.
1: Ideas. So I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old right now. Um, I think the best advice that I've gotten that's really helped me is that everything is a phase and tomorrow it might be completely different which has allowed me to both appreciate where they are today and also say like, okay, I can get through this teething where she is such a nightmare, but it's just a phase and it'll be done tomorrow and I'll miss it tomorrow.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. One of my besties, she was telling me like, life is kind of like a song, like there's oh. lows and highs and it's a melody, but you got to get through the lows to get to the highs. But oh, I love that. I'm probably butchering it, but, um, Yeah. So say just last question, you've been in the wedding industry for a while. Um, Say there is someone out there right now, listening, struggling just to maybe start their brand. Like, you know, you help a lot of people brand and you're even working on your inner self. Like, what would you tell them? Where do you even start with like finding your brand?
1: Ooh, okay. So this is going to totally be counterintuitive maybe to what I do as a business. Don't hire a brand person if you're still trying to figure that out. And don't waste too much time in the beginning trying to figure that out and just go do things. Because, you know, you could think that you are a ballroom wedding photographer. And once you brand yourself as that you might pigeonhole yourself and realize that you really hate ball you love ballroom weddings but you don't love ballroom brides and grooms right and so I think in the beginning um, being curious about all of the opportunities that you have and being open to it and just going for it and just do things and figure it out as you go. Um, for oh, me, like is that. the best way to know what you're gonna end up in. And once you know where you are, right? And that's really the moment that when you wanna grow in the thing that you found, you know, hire pros, hire coaches, you know, get to grow on that, but you gotta sprout first and you gotta realize what kind of plant you are before you can add fertilizer.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love, you always gave me that tip um, for branding. You always like to look at people's galleries and see kind of like what their eye gravitates towards or like what colors that their eye gravitates towards. And that's kind of how you curate, because I feel like it's just the heart takes you in these directions, which you kind of love. Um, And that's what you gravitate towards. And that's your brand. And yeah, I like how you said, after you know that, hire the professionals.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, I think, you know, there's only so much that you can do when you're just doing. And if you want to get to the next level. Like that's, you know, you can go climb upstairs, but when you get to a high rise building and you want to get to the top floor, like you need an elevator, right? And I think in that same way, it's like different tools that you need to get to the different stages that you want to get to.
0: Oh, I love that. And tell everyone where to find you. And then I'm going to kind of do a little promo for the master class.
1: Oh, awesome. So you can find me um, on Instagram usually at Alette Studio. That's spelled E L L E T T E Studio. Um, And my website is AletteStudio.com.
0: Yay. And Lisa is going to be my host for my masterclass. So by the time I post this, it'll probably be done the October 19th one, but we're going to be doing this every month or month and a half. And yeah, she's my co-host. She's gonna be dropping some sound bites and knowledge bombs, and keeping me on a time check, um, and making sure everyone's commenting and engaged in the masterclass. And yeah, so we're just gonna have a great time for all these virtual masterclasses. And yeah, I'm so excited. And thank you for all your hard work. I don't, I don't think I tell you enough how much I appreciate you, Lisa. Even if you want to do your own thing later and not. Work for me because you have so much going on. (laughs) I know you'll always be in my life somehow. So, yes. (laughs) That is so sweet.
1: Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure being here today and also, of course, working with the best person ever.
0: Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.